Welcome to your journey of healing with the Healing Podcast, hosted by licensed clinician Monique Oway and co-host Dr. Amber Moan. Thank you for tuning in to the Healing Podcast. I am your host, Monique Oway, and I am joined by my lovely co-host here, Dr. Amber Moan. Okay, so today's topic is being the other man or woman, okay? Being the other man or woman. So there's no necessarily no technical definition that has to be given for this. This is basically you are the person that's outside of the relationship. This person is either married or not, but they are committed to someone else and you're the other person they're seeing, right? So you're the person on the side. If you want to say side man, side chick, Mm -hmm. however, you're the other person, right? So with that, let's go into, you know, why people would would choose this. So what I'll start with is I'll give this leeway. Some people don't know they are the other person. Some people have been dating this person, seeing this person for a couple of years. Like for example, especially if it's long distance, I'm not downing long distance relationships, guys. They can be successful. So that's not what this episode is about. But sometimes if you're, if the person you're seeing works over the road or travels a lot, they can, when they come to your city, they see you. And to you, it just seems like it's normal because they're seeing you. It seems regular. But when they go back to their main city, which you probably didn't even know about per se, they have another person. They may even have another family. So you may not know. So one reason you're the other person, other man or the woman, you just didn't know. They weren't honest with you. But then there are those situations where, Dr. Moan, is it always that people don't know that they're the other person? What do you think? Well, I think that some people do know. Some people like being the other person, Monique. You know, some people just like getting gifts, like taking trips, like being taken care of with no attachment. And so, you know, they, you know, they say, hey, you can go over there and be the husband or be the wife or, you know, be the partner, take care of them, you know, just the daily, you know, ins and outs of things. And then you can come over here when you want to take a trip or when you want, you know, other things that you want. You come, you can come to me. So some people do know and like that. They like that. So yes. they like the thrill of it is what you're saying. Yes. Because they do get, you get all the good things of that person, right? Yeah. That person does give you their attention because one, it's a thrill. So it's exciting. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. we're sneaking around. It's kind of, it gives you that adrenaline rush. Mm-hmm. But then like Dr. Moe said, well, you get the gifts and the trips because they don't really have to be committed to you. You don't have to hold them accountable per se, right? If allegedly, because they always say that person is stressing them out or something is wrong with their main person or their spouse. So you're coming to them. You're their relief. You're the one that helps them, right? So you do get all the good things. You don't get the other stuff that the main person may be dealing with. So yeah, that's the reason you may choose it. So we've highlighted two ways. There's one when you may not know. Sometimes you don't know. And then there's one when you do know and you're just choosing it. You're choosing to be that. That's what you want. And like Dr. Moon said, maybe you don't want to commit. You're like, I don't want all that commitment. Mm -hmm. And no, I don't want to be committed to you. I'm good with me seeing you whenever I see you. Give me what I get. And that's it. That's good enough for me. So that is where someone can be the other woman or other man. Sometimes people, another reason, I guess a reason people would do it is besides not knowing or the choice is it's a boost of confidence. You know, it boosts your confidence to know that person over there can't fulfill you, but I can't, you know, like if it's an intimacy issue, they can't satisfy you, but I can't. So you use it as a boost. You feel like being the other person is the boost of confidence for you because you, you have created this false idea that what you give is not what they give over there, whoever the other person is. And it makes you think, it makes you feel better about yourself, right? So that's why you may also be doing it because it's a boost to your confidence. So, you know, that is why that happens. It happens a lot. I think we know people cheat, right, Dr. Mo? We know their Mm -hmm. relationships with people do go outside of their person. 
mm-hmm. right? Yes. I mean, it's not always it's not always something big either. Sometimes it's the text messaging, it's the flirtation, it's the flirting with other people. It's not even that you're going that deep to where you're seeing them, but maybe this person over here gives you a little bit more than what your main person gives you or your spouse if you're married. Mm-hmm. So you kind of dibble and dab a little bit of the texting and the flirting, but that's it. You don't go beyond that. So even that, you know, that's kind of you giving attention to someone else because it gets your mind off of the regular, I guess, your regular life, which you may seem, I don't know, maybe that person feels like their life is boring, so they need someone else. But that is why I guess someone can end up being in another situation where they're the other person. Right. Right. Okay. Well, let's say that's what you chose. You Now you're the other person, whether you chose it or whether you didn't know about it. Now that it's out in the front, so if you knew about it, it was always out in the front. You knew you were the other person. But if you didn't know about it, the person was sneaking around, well, I'm assuming when you do find out, it can be a lot to deal with to find out that this person you've been seeing for a while had a whole other family in another state or another girlfriend or boyfriend, right? They may not be married or children, right? Lives with their girlfriend or boyfriend and you were the person, you were the other person, you know, you didn't know that and you found out. I'm assuming that's can, that can be a lot. The effects of that, I'm assuming emotionally can be devastating, right? Dr. Moore, in that case, when you're devastated and you find out that the person you've been with all this time was lying to you, what, what else can happen because of that? What's the effect of that, you think? The effect is, you know, depression. You start thinking about all the time that you wasted, you know, you could be in love with this person, you know, not wanting to leave. You could, you know, have a moment where you want to be violent or you want to mess up their situation. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yep. Yep. That happens, right? We see that your yeah. emotion and you that reaction. Mm-hmm. Not when you thought about it, you said just mm-hmm. emotion, I'm going to go, that's it. I'm going to blow up their mm-hmm. spot. I'm going over there to confront them. I don't care who's there. Right. Mm-hmm. But because of that, I guess you end up what you can destroy a family. Right, Dr. Mom? Absolutely. Because you went over to the confront maybe the girlfriend or the wife or the husband because mm-hmm. you were upset. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're valid to be upset. This person lied to you. But you go over there and you confront them and the kids with it. And that argument turns into something else. Right. So does it can it destroy a family? It can destroy a family. And then sometimes not, you know, and then sometimes and then you're looking crazy because she's staying. And then there you both are. You're on one end. She's. <laughs> Still the there, other. you know, in the house. In the house. Yeah. So basically, the person that you're cheating with, right, they usually will always give you some type of false hope. Now, I'm not going to say I know there's those exceptions because I'm never a person. I don't believe in absolutes. Never going to happen. Ever going to happen. No, I don't believe in that. There's always the exception to the rule. So, yeah, you have those situations where the person, yes, got left. They left their main person or their spouse for someone else. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about when you're not going to be the main person. They will promise you and promise you. They're going to leave that person. But as Dr. Moan said, no, they're not. She or he's going to be right there because that person provides something for them, right? That person may be more stable. That's stability for them. They built a life with them. They just needed you to kind of be that filler. I need you to give me that little extra. That doesn't mean they're divorcing their spouse. I know they say they will. Doesn't mean they are. If, they, you know what? if they're going to divorce their spouse, let them show you the proof. Let them show, let them show you the divorce papers. Not that we're in, in the process. Show me the divorce paperwork. Okay. Now some people are legally separated. Okay. Well, I wouldn't necessarily say you're the other person. They're legally separated. They've been separated for 10 years and you know, they have, they live in different states. That might be different, but we're not talking about that either. We're talking about when the person is right there in the same house and you think they're going to leave or you went to confront them. And like Dr. Moe said, they still there. And you would think she or he is going to leave now that they know they have someone else, but they don't. Sometimes that person stays. They decide to stay with them and they decide to work it through. What are you going to do when a person decides they decide to go to therapy and they work out their issues and you're left in the cold. You're left there holding the bag as they can say, I thought you were going to leave them for me. No, we work through, we work through our issues. And so sometimes you won't get that phone call. They won't even tell you we work through our issues. They'll just stop talking to you. So those are the effects. The effects are you won't be fulfilled. 
fulfilled. Dr. Malone said it could lead to depression. I'm going to say it's going to lead to doubt because now you're going to doubt yourself. You're not going to, you're not going to feel like you have much self-worth, right? It, it can cause you to think there's something wrong with you. Like you can't get better, right? So it, it can lead to you feeling terrible about yourself. The effects of that, the effects of being the other woman, while the thrill is there, I get it, right? That's if you knew about it. If you didn't know about it, now you know about it. Staying in that, understand eventually can lead to you feeling terrible about yourself, anxious, depressed, lack of confidence, guilt. Eventually you might feel guilty because you know, you're still with this person who committed to, who's committed to someone else. So you can feel those terrible things about it. So as much as it may seem fun and good and cool to do, it really isn't. It really isn't, right? Because here's the thing. If that person is so bad over there, right? And let's say they do leave that person, right, Dr. Moore? Let's say they do leave mm-hmm. their main person, mm-hmm. whatever you want to say. And they come over to the other person. What's going to make them stay with that person? Nothing. Nothing. Exactly. Nothing's going to make them stay. I think if that person was, I know we all make mistakes. If that person was willing to lie that long to hide that relationship, what's the guarantee that they won't do it to you? Right. You have to, you might always question that as well. So that is the effects of when you're dealing with or being the other person, you know, nothing more. So far, any other comment about when you're first at the beginning of being the other person or the effects of that and what that does or why people do anything about that that you could think of? I mean, I think you made a good point. You know, if, even if they do decide to leave, their partner or their, their, their spouse, you know, and, and come to you, you know, you have to, to really pay attention to, you know, and, and, and really step outside yourself and look at the situation. This person probably took vows or whatever, and they violated those vows to, you know, cheat with you. So then when you step into this person's shoes, that's, I'm sure that's your hope. You guys are going to take vows. And so you've seen this person's behavior. What makes you so different? And you know, yeah, they'll tell you, well, they, she wasn't doing this and she wasn't doing that. Okay. Well then those, his kids are now your stepkids. You're going to have to yep. run them around and yep. you're going to have to come home and cook and whatever that those dynamics are, then you become what their spouse once was. And so when you get into the routine, why would you think that, you know, this person wouldn't do the same thing to you? Very true. So you know, look Very at a person's true. actions. So, you yep, know, that in the true. beginning, I think that's true. You know, Dr. Mon, you brought up a good point. You know, you're so caught up in the thrill of it. Yeah, everything's great. They're with me. We're having mm-hmm. fun. But if they do leave them, well, yeah, that their, their life becomes your love. And if you were single, let me say, if you were single, you weren't also cheating. If you were single and you had no kids, let's say, but they had kids, they had kids. Now they left their person. Yeah. You ready to be stepmom or stepdad? Are you ready for that? Are you ready for maybe not as many, many trips? Because remember, since you were the other person, it looked like you got a lot of trips. But mm-hmm. when you're really there with them mm-hmm. all the time, you might not be having that many trips. Mm-hmm. Right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's it, it looks all fun and good until we get to the real deal and you find out this is not what I signed up for. Oh, but maybe, yes, it is because you decided to continue with them, right? So before we get into, so we've told you some things that can happen with that, right? Why, yeah, I get it. You think it's a thrill or like I said, if you didn't know, now you know, now you know. So we're talking about now that it's out there, it's there. Yeah, we talked about how it could be, yeah, I get the whole thrill and great, but we talked about, yeah, but what can happen because of that? And you're not, are you thinking it through? It's the whole point, are you thinking it through? So before we go into what you can do about it, how you can deal with that, you know, we're going to go ahead and make a quick little segue here. You guys know we have that situation segment coming up. So Dr. Moon, what is our situation for today? All right. Thank you, Monique. Okay. Here's our situation. Dear Healing Podcast. I have a 22-year-old daughter. I had my daughter when I was a teenager. She has never given me any trouble. I'm actually quite proud of her. She now has a new boyfriend who she is always with. At first, I was okay with her boyfriend, but now I have a bad feeling about him. I can't pinpoint why, 
but it's something. I feel like my daughter has lost herself in him. Everything is about him. She even changed her major in school because of him. He doesn't attend school. I understand she really likes him, but I feel like they spend entirely too much time together. I have tried to talk to her about it, but she is not receptive. She thinks I don't understand and worry too much. What can I do to get my daughter to see this is not the right relationship for her? Thank you for this 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 letter. This is interesting, and I'm sure that there are other people who, you know, um, are going through the same thing or have this question. So let me start by answering your question. Your daughter is 22 years old, and so that makes her grown. You know, when it comes to, you know, trying to convince her, her relationship is not, you know, the right relationship to be in, that's going to be tough. And to be honest, it's tough to convince me right now. Some of the things you said, she changed her major because of him. You know, there are some parents who want their, you know, children to have a major period, you know, want their child to be in school, you know, and kids who are in school, you know, they'll go two years and then change their major just based on one to do something else. So I'm just happy that she is still in school with the boyfriend. Honestly, it sounds like she is in love. You know, you said she's been good, you know, pretty much her entire life. And now that she has this boyfriend, you know, she's always with him. So she's spending a lot of time, but that doesn't mean that it sounds to me like she still has her head on straight, you know, in school. And let me tell you, you mentioned that he doesn't attend school. I want to know, does he have a job? You know, have you talked to him about his plans? Because there are plenty of people in this world who, you know, did not choose college. Now, let me just say, you know, I, I, I think, you know, college is great. And I, you know, I think that, you know, kids should go to college if they can. However, there are a lot of people who have not attended college who make a lot of money and who are very successful. So I think it's more important to know, well, what is he doing with his life? You didn't say that he's, you know, sitting on his butt or relying on her. So, you know, there's just a lot of things about this letter that, you know, I can't say that he is bad for her. You know, I'm questioning, you know, did you and her spend a lot of time together? And now that, you know, he's in the picture and she's spending a lot of time with him, if that might be an issue for you, because there's nothing in this letter that's, you know, really convinced me that this, you know, her boyfriend is not, you know, good for her. What do you think, Monique? Okay. Thank you, Dr. Moan. And thank you for writing into the healing podcast and thank you for your support. So what I'll say is I think, you know, at 22 by law, you're an adult. Do we make the best decisions when we're in our twenties? No, we, I mean, we evolve, right? We learn, we grow as much, even if we're mature, we, we learn, right? The decisions we made in our twenties, we probably wouldn't make them if you're in your forties or, 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 or even uh, older. But here's the thing. I think as a parent, I get that you're concerned, but here's the thing. There's not much you can do as far as making her do what you want her to do. You can't make her change her major back. It's nothing you can do. You can't go down to that school and go to an enrollment office and say, Hey, I want her to change her major. You just can't. You can't go to her department chair and make her change her major. That's going to be her decision. Maybe you're concerned. You didn't mention it. I don't know how long she's dating this guy. I don't think you said it. Maybe you're concerned because maybe she had a major and had a passion to do something all her life. And then all of a sudden when she started dating him, she changed that. And you feel like he's not even in school to understand all the years and time she put into that other major. Well, here's the thing. What can you do? She's going to have to live and learn. This is what life is like. I know as a parent, you want to protect your child. You want to avoid your child making the same mistakes you may have made. But what if she doesn't? What if this is good for her? He can also be a good influence for her. Dr. Moe mentioned she might be in love. And guess what? When you're in love and in your 20s, there's nothing anyone can really tell you. Nothing anyone can really tell you at that point. You have to learn it for yourself. 
guess what? The guy might be a good guy for her and he could be good and that's great and that's fine. But if he's not, we're going to be hopeful that she's going to see it. She herself is going to see it, but you have to give her space because if you, if you tighten the reins too much, she's going to pull away from you and then you won't have that connection with her. Now that's if you guys had a good relationship. If you're that controlling type of parent, you just want her to do what you want her to do. Well, this is a highlight for you. You need to work on yourself. So overall, what I'm going to say though, is you wrote in, so I'm thinking you're probably that you love your daughter and that's, you just want to see the best for her. She will make good decisions. Trust that what you gave her growing up, the foundation you laid is good enough for her to remember, okay, I got to be smart here. And you know what? Experience in life is the best teacher sometimes. If she makes a mistake, she'll learn from it. And then you guys pick up wherever she ends. Okay. So I hope that helps you. Hope this helpful. And Dr. Mo, before I turn that over and go into our uh, topic, anything else about this situation? Yeah, just one thing. In your letter, you said that you had your daughter at a, at a, you know, as a teenager. And so my thing is, is that she's 22. You got her, you know, several years past, you know, where you, you know, had her at. And so my thing is, congratulations to that. You know, I had a child at 18 years old as well. And I have a 20 three-year-old son. And I say that all the time. Yes, I got him. I got him, you know, past high school and he's in college. And so I pat myself on the back. And like, you know, Monique said, they are going to make mistakes. They are going to bump their heads, but that's what we're here for. We're always going to be here. So, and you are too, no matter what happens, you're going to be there for her. And so, you know, sometimes we just have to, especially at 22 years old, we have to let them, you know, bump their head and, and, and do things. So I just wanted to add that, Monique. Okay, no, that was great, Dr. Mon. Thank you for adding that piece. So I hope that was helpful to you. I hope that you can gain some peace from that. And for those who are out there that would like to write into the situation, you can go to thehealingpodcast.com and hit the contact tab and go ahead and fill out the little form there. Or you can go ahead and you can send an email to support at thehealingpodcast.com. That's support at thehealingpodcast.com. Send in your situation and we would read it and try to get it on the Healing Podcast episode. And we definitely have to mention here our sponsor. We want to mention healingexpressionsllc.com. If you are looking for some therapeutic services in the Atlanta or Georgia area, go ahead and go to healingexpressionsllc.com. Hit the contact tab and see if we can help you today with some therapeutic services. All right. So going back into our topic, which is being the other man or other woman. So we've talked about, you know, how that happens or why, whether it's a choice or not. You found out. We talked about the effects of it, what it can do for you to you, to, to your, your, your confidence, your self-esteem, depression. You know, we want to talk about how you can get past that, how you can move forward and either heal from that or cut that out, cut that off, cut that behavior so I think one thing I want you to first evaluate first is look at the situation. Just take a look. You are the other person. Whether the person lied to you and you didn't know or you chose it, now you know. You have to look at what that means. You are getting half of this person's time, if that, because they could have other people too. But you're getting at least half of their time. Do you not deserve more of their time? Do you not deserve a person that will give you all of their time. And what I'm talking about relationship-wise, you know, let's be realistic. Do you not deserve more? So first, look at your situation. Look at yourself. What did you desire for your life? Do you deserve half of the time or a committed relationship with the person invest most of their time in you like you would invest in them? That's first. Second, if it's difficult to walk away, difficult, and you're struggling, or struggling with that behavior of being the other person and you like that thrill, then I want you to consider talking to a counselor a therapist to try to help you work on that. 
and why that may be happening and why you're choosing to stay, why you're choosing that life versus a different life. So you might have to get into some counseling there or at least listen to some motivational speakers that talk about not being that and talk about more about your self-worth. Dr. Moan, what is another, something else, how, how do we heal and break away from that type of situation of other woman, other man? I think it's, you know, um, important to put you first. And so that would, you know, one, one thing that it, it would involve is not trusting what the other person says and putting your trust in their actions. You know, you're worth, you know, with, you know, them being solely with you. So, you know, them telling you that, well, you know, I, I got to wait until my credit gets right or, you know, the kids, wait till the kids graduate or what, you know, all these reasons they may give you. The thing is, is that then wait, I'll be here. Call me when all that stuff is done. But are you not worth, you know, them putting, you know, your, they're all into you, you know, so not trusting, you know, what they say and trusting their actions, because that will tell you everything you need to know about a person and just wanting more for yourself is important, you know, and think, and to think of all of the people that you could be hurting, including you, you know, doing what you're doing. Okay. So, you know, as Dr. Only mentioned, we mentioned, both mentioned some tips, you know, I said, think about you, think about the situation. Just take a look, like, look at it, look at it as a mirror. And if you saw it playing out as a movie, do you like what you see? All right. So Dr. Moon said, choose yourself, look at the situation. The person lied to you. That's what you got right now. That's what you have. Is that what you want? Right. Go to therapy if you need to. You don't have to do this alone. Talk to people you trust, those that you trust that are not going to judge you, and have them hold you accountable, okay? That's some ways you can break away from this. And I want you to envision the life you really desire. If you desired marriage or a committed relationship, will this situation get you there? This person is the block right now. They're in the way, right? Man and woman, they're in the way. You deserve to be fulfilled a little bit more than that. So if that's what you desire, remember what you desired as well, okay? Keep that in the forefront. Those are some ways you can get out of being the other man or other woman. And hopefully you will take those tips and consider it. If anything, think differently. Okay. So that is what we want to discuss today. Let me see, Dr. Mo, do you have anything else you would like to add with this? No, I don't know. Okay. So let me go ahead and leave you guys with something. I want to go ahead and let you carry something for your day. And I want you to remember this. Respect yourself and others will respect you, okay? Respect yourself and others will respect you by Confucius. I want to thank you all for tuning into the Healing Podcast and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.